Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. On today's show, I'm speaking with Robin Ryan about her latest book, Retirement Reinvention. She's appeared on over 2,000 TV and radio shows, including Oprah and Dr. Phil. She's a national speaker and the best-selling author of eight books, including 62nd and You're Hired and Over 40 and You're Hired. She has a busy Seattle area career counseling practice helping clients nationwide. Her website for her latest book is MyRetirementReinvention.com. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Robin Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. I was very intrigued when I heard about your book because I feel like not everyone is, you know, retiring the way they used to. Uh, What led you to write this? Well, what inspired me was I went through breast cancer. And while I was going through treatment, it became very apparent that life was very finite. And everybody around me started talking about retirement, retirement, because it's really the last stage of your career. And being a career counselor, very sensitive to the clients who wanted help with that. So I, I started to think to myself, you know what? Your best days are ahead of you. You can't face retirement saying, oh, I don't want to retire because what would I do in my worst days? <laughs> I mean, what would happen? Right. So we don't want to do that. We want to propose how can you be happy, and to do that, you need a plan. That's yes. where the book came from. And I, I completely agree with that. By the way, I hope you're okay now. Everything good with I your am, health? I am okay. It's been Amazing. five years, and I am doing well. Oh, good. Thank you, oh, wonderful. Yes. And it's interesting, when things happen to you, I mean, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And when things happen, yeah. uh, it, it shifts your way of thinking and the way you view life. And I, I love what you said about that, because I feel like I have a friend that retired really young at like 48, and he's like, I'm just going to play golf. And I thought, boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do it every day. The body won't let you. After a while, the shoulders are hurt, the knees will hurt. And, uh, you know, there's more life than just activities where they're hobbies and focused on yourself. There's also this tremendous need to give back. And think about this. If you spent five to ten hours a month, what a difference you could make. Not only would it help your self-esteem and make you feel good and do something in your community, but like if you cared about homelessness, you could work on Habitat for Humanity. Or if you like children, you could be a storyteller in a library. You could work in a zoo. I mean, there's so many things that are needed. And if every baby boomer just gave five hours a month, we would do so many amazing things in this country. And, And that's my dream is to see the baby boomers give back. Absolutely. Because it might be something on your bucket list or something you always dreamed of, but more importantly, you're helping other people in this part time or volunteer opportunity. That's why I wrote this book, because I wanted to help people. There's over 200 stories of what you can do and what other people are doing to inspire you. I talk about new hobbies. I talk about giving back. I talk about bridge jobs, traveling, how you can take courses for free. You can go to college for free. I mean, wow, you're really? going to have, yeah, there's uh, a lot of the major universities, Cal State, um, they let you, if you're over 60, take courses for free. Fantastic. Most people don't know that, and you'd have to call the registrar to ask about it because it's a 
it's a quiet secret, but mm-hmm. you know what? The people that know about it are able to take advantage of it. I think that's wonderful. I mean, you can, I, I believe you should never stop learning, and that's what makes this second act, as you call it, so exciting. Well, and the, if you think about this, 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every day, and 72% of them are going to have some kind of part-time fun job, making a little money, or if they don't do that, then they're going to be volunteering, uh, because life is going to be so boring if you're just sitting around day in and day out. You can actually fail as a retiree. You can be sitting at home, miserable, depressed, wishing you had your job back, right. and the only person to blame is yourself, because you have to take advantage of how well your life is. You have to come up with a plan, and I recommend a year before you retire, you go through the book, you do the workbook exercises, you come up with hobbies, and you come up with a new bucket list. Two things for sure you want to do, and if you didn't do them, you'd regret it. And Those are the first two things you do. I think it's wonderful because when I read about how you can help people avoid this failed retiree, uh, mm-hmm. you know, thing that happens, and you can make the most out of what lies ahead of you in a very positive way. Absolutely. And, it, and it's got to be meaningful. I mean, something that you care about, some kind of cause, um, and developing new hobbies. For mm-hmm. example, gardening. You didn't have time to do it before. Or maybe it's photography. You know, one woman went out at 65, she tried rowing, and now in her <gasps> 70s, She's on a rowing team. Come on. And she said it's wonderful and exciting. <laughs> and so there's so much we can do that we haven't even tried. Yes. There's a 78-year-old lady who went on a bike tour of Europe by herself. She joined a group because oh she said, I didn't have any friends who could bike anymore, and I still wanted to do it. I love so it. So life is, can be so exciting if you make it that way, or it can be very depressing. If you don't have any plan and you're just sitting around the house waiting for somebody to call you, you've got to be a joiner right. or a starter. In fact, a lot of people in their 60s are even starting their own businesses. Are they really? Yeah. Tell me about that. Okay. They want to do something new that's important and they have the time to work on it, where they had a full-time job before and they couldn't work on it. They've got the business sets. A lot of them are service businesses, but it's a way to make money, and, and some of them are making great money, like hundred, two hundred thousand. They've replaced their income and exceeded it. Wow! So these these entrepreneurs are not people that are just sitting home saying, "Oh, I want to make a few dollars." Now there are some that are just making a few dollars because they want a few things to do. Right. But there are others that are doing more. Yeah. And so. What's really interesting, too, is that some people, they either revisit their previous passions in life, whether I know some women that are in their late 60s that are in a band and they're rocking out and they tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's phenomenal. And you should never give up that passion or you go back to what, you know, you used to love to do. Because I feel like there's a great quote by George Eliot. It's never too late to become what you might have been. And in our teen years, we explored different opportunities and passions maybe in our 20s, but then when we got our families and our jobs, we got too busy, and so we dropped them. You know, you'd be amazed how many people want to be writers, and once they retire, they actually have the time to work on that. Yes. Something that they didn't have before, and being the person who gets up at nine, goes 
stops at six and writes all day long because this book took two years to write. There's over 200 stories in it, did lots of interviews, tons of research with my clients to create something to really help you make your retirement happy, Fantastic. fun, meaningful, <laughs> what, what it should be. It should be, absolutely. Because I feel like, you know, people are so wise as they get older and they, you know, there's, right. they have different phases they go through. Like they might have been in corporate, you know, training and development and then they shifted over to something else. And now they're, they have an organic pet food line, you know, I mean, you never know. That's right. There is one person, too, that said what I did was I picked a school district that wasn't the rich school district. It was the poor school district. And I went and I volunteered because... No parents there are volunteering. They're too poor. Oh. And I went into the teacher and said, what can I do? And she said, can you read? Can you help people read? Mm -hmm. And did that. Another person helped with basic math. And so if you're thinking about volunteering in a school, don't do it in a rich district. They got tons of parents. Pick an area that's poor, that really needs you. You'll make a big difference in the teacher's will be forever grateful and let you do anything you want because yes. nobody's volunteering there. Yeah. I want to share something with you. My stepmother lives in Florida, and she moved there with my dad, and my dad passed away, and here she was all by oh, herself. Sorry. Thank you. All by herself. And I, I, a friend of mine had a mom that was in a woman's group, and I found out about it, and we met with somebody, and they, we found out this woman knows my family. She joined the group. And you talk about how to make new friends and social connections. There's like this web of, you know, connectivity. And you have to be open because you never know who you're going to meet. And, and don't wait for people to invite you. Say to them, are you in any kind of groups that maybe I could tag along in? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do some new hobbies. You know, my husband passed away. I need to get out more. Let your friends or people that you know invite you to things. Try them. You'll find something you like. Yes. Try an activity. Try yoga or try a, a music class, something that gets you out of the house because um, and join a support group. A grief support group will help, too. You'll make friends with people going through the same thing you mm -hmm. are, and you can help each other. It's very inspiring when you talk about people doing these other things later on in life because I think sometimes people's initial reaction is, oh, I don't want to do that. It's too far. I don't think I can do that. And then, if you, but if you push yourself at any age, you might be surprised. Yes, I cover all the obstacles, all the negative comments, all the bad self-talk. <laughs> and you know what? If you want to be a failed retiree and live home and be miserable, just keep that up. But if you want to live a more fulfilled life, then you've got to be a joiner or a starter, and you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to ask friends to connect you. You've got to go to groups. You've got to try things. You don't have to like it. If you go once or twice and you don't like it, yeah. cross it off. Find something else till you find something that you really do enjoy. I feel like, Robin, you're my perfect expert for retirees who are in a funk, the Get the Funk Out segment for retirees, because you, you, know, you really struck a chord. You know, a lot of people do go through those moments, but you've, you've um, basically illuminated that, you know, there's a fantastic chapter ahead of you. Absolutely. There is a fantastic chapter ahead of you. But you are the navigator of your own ship, so you mm -hmm. have to do that. Right. What other things would you like people to know about your book? Well, there's a lot of resources on my website called My Retirement Reinvention.
com. And you can get the book on Amazon, but it's in Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. You can go to the bookstore and find it on the shelf, too. Fantastic. Um, and your website is robinryan.com? I have two, robinryan.com, R-O-B-I-N-R-Y-A-N.com, and myretirementreinvention.com. Fantastic. One last question. For people that are in a bit of a funk and they don't know where to start, they, they're just down in the dumps, what, what would you suggest? You need a plan. So in the first part of the book, I talk about how to develop new hobbies, what are your values, what are your interests, how do you go find out about groups like meetups and community events, uh, how can you take free college classes, what about traveling and being a, a house sitter and living in Europe for three Ooh. months. So, you know, yeah. there's inspiring stories. This is, you know, this if you read the book, it's going to illuminate a lot of fantastic ideas that you never thought about before. I love it. Very exciting. RobinRyan.com. All your info is up on my show blog, GetTheFunkOutShow.KUCI.org. So I think that's a wrap for us, unless you want to add anything else. Nope. I just hope people have a meaningful and wonderful retirement because you've got 9,000 days ahead of you. Make them great ones. Fantastic. Robin, thank you so much for coming into the show. Thank you so much. If you missed any part of our conversation, it is up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock.